0: Welcome to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar.
1: Welcome to the Female Insight Zone. This is Mary Beth Kuzmeski. Today I'm interviewing Becca Nieder. Becca is a friend of mine and also my personal trainer. And she has done some absolutely amazing things for me. And so I wanted to actually share her with all of you. So I know a lot of you might have a personal trainer, or you go to the gym, or you've got an eating, you know, habit, like you're trying to do Whole30 or something like that. But Becca's just a great resource and she has been for me. So I'm excited to welcome her to the podcast today. So welcome Becca to the Female Inside Zone.
0: Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here with you. So
1: if you want to share with the listeners a little bit about how you got started doing what you're doing, because I know you weren't always doing this. So how did you get into this kind of a field?
0: Well, to go back a little bit, I actually went to college to become a high school PE and dance teacher. And when I started teaching, I realized I didn't want to help kids who didn't want to help themselves. Hmm. So I went to the National Personal Training Institute and got certified to be a personal trainer because I felt that I could find people in a gym that really wanted to make a difference and be healthier. And that was really my draw to the physical education field in the first place. And then I worked in corporate gyms. And everything was very sales driven and not person result driven. And I didn't, I didn't like that. So I started working for myself and kind of changed the format from like the one-on-one to the small group style training.
1: Yeah, by the way, Becca has like a whole cross training set up in her garage. Her entire garage has been converted into basically a cross training gym and outside is their cars. <laughs> so,
0: yes, yes. <laughs>
1: So, you know, as a trainer and someone who works with a lot of women and men too, talk a little bit about what you've learned. Like if someone was coming to you for the first time, what would you share with them so that they could start getting on whatever track they wanted to be on? Because I know you don't have goals for people. They have their own goals and you help them reach them.
0: So I feel like a lot of times when people start coming to see me, it's always, weight related clothing size number on the scale they want to see it go down but once they start coming I like to show them the improvement in increased endurance and strength and the gaining confidence that you get when you're working out that crosses all across your entire life and not just in your workout. So it kind of becomes like a total transformation of a person. But we definitely like we start small with, okay, what do you want to do? And so often the answer is just, I want to lose weight. And it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do to lose weight? Because you can't necessarily like make that your goal because you're not totally in charge of what the scale says. Like if everything inside you is healthy and working right, you can exercise and eat right and drink your water and get your sleep, but it doesn't always work that way. So I like to make the actionable steps to to reaching their goals.
1: So when you're working with so many women, how do you you know, how do you help keep everyone kind of on track with their own goals? Because I know that some people are really diligent and other people are not so diligent. How do you, how do you deal with that to make sure everyone is staying on their goals? And, and are there any resources that people can use to kind of stay on track? Because what you're talking about is a goal that just about, I mean, just about every woman I know has a goal at some point of losing weight. So how do we stay on track with those things? What are some of the things you share?
0: So I really that's one of the things that I've loved about switching from the 1-on-1 training to the small group is there's some kind of built-in accountability within the community of a class. And as you know, I actually have that big I have a big board set up in the middle of the gym where everyone writes on it with Sharpie what their goals are. And then it keeps it front and center in my mind like, "Oh yeah, this person said they wanted to do this." And then I can reach out to them individually and be like, "Hey, you said you were going to eat a vegetable once a day. What are you eating today? And then just bring that emphasis back on so much of it comes back down to the accountability. And it's easy for somebody to say this is what they want to do and me to be like, okay, come work out four days a week, but just need that constant accountability reminder. And so I try to just keep bringing it up and talking about different tips because just like we all learn differently differently we all reach our goals differently too. I feel like that's why there's so many different types of workout places, so many different types of diets because there's not one right fix. And so you have to give something an honest try and if it doesn't work, then you need to do a shift and and find something new that might work better for you.
1: Yeah, you know, you mentioned, you know, not every diet is going to work for not one particular diet's going to work for everyone and i do you recommend hey maybe you should try this or maybe you should try that for particular people or cuz i know that one thing at the gym that everyone talks about is the whole 30 but not everyone's doing that i didn't do it but how do you recommend to people or give them ideas about where to start thinking about something that actually works for other people at least somebody right
0: <laughs> right so i like to start by just recommending that people write down what they eat. Because when you physically write down what you've eaten, or type it into some kind of app, like it just brings an awareness to how close to healthy or how far from healthy eating you really are. And then you can decide what that healthy looks like for you. I am not the typical person. And I know that but I am an all or nothing person. So I love plans like Whole30 where they're super strict like you eat this and this and this and you don't eat these things and you follow it for these 30 days and then at the end of it you can kind of assess and decide what you want to add in and what of what you've been eating you might want to take out but I've learned from experience most people aren't that way so I know a lot of times we talk about Whole30 because I really like that style of eating for myself as a whole, but I know everyone doesn't fit in that box. So that's why I really try to get people to just write down what you eat, just take a look at it.
1: And you have a journal too, I know that you developed that is actually really pretty, very pretty journal. (laughs) Talk a little bit about that and how you suggest people use that journal, you know, to kind of track all the things that you're doing just for yourself.
0: So I am a total pen and paper person. And I decided to take all the things that I wished I had in one journal and put it into one. And so there's a place to track every like your your water intake because I know even for myself like in the winter when it's really cold, it's hard for me to get all my water in. There's a place to track your sleep because quality sleep is so important and that sometimes gets lost in the busy working world. In the food section, you write down not only what you eat and what time it is, but how you feel because you can start to notice patterns. Like, were you really tired when you ate that and then you went for the candy in the afternoon? Or were you really stressed at breakfast and by dinner you were eating ice cream for dinner? And you can start to recognize patterns based on your feelings. Sometimes the feelings that you write down are like, I was really satisfied or I stuffed myself, but so often the feelings are centered around like how we're actually feeling about how our day is going. And by journaling those kinds of things with your food, it just brings awareness to why we're eating what we're eating.
1: Yeah, I think that's amazing. And the other part of it is all the hormonal stuff that women go through makes such a big difference into how we're feeling and what we're eating and if we're exercising and what our mood is and all of those kinds of things. And do you recommend tracking some of that? Or is it just, my gosh, it's just something that
0: happens? No, I I really think that we should check it because I think so often we excuse things as, oh, it's just life. But I think that if we dig deep enough, there's going to be a reason for it. And if there's a reason, then there's always a solution. Yeah, I
1: think that's true. And I know that I've gone through all sorts of things with a thyroid situation. And I just never really know what's happening with it. But when I start writing it down, then I can see trends and I can see trends during the month and I can see all sorts of different things because the thyroid is totally hormonal and it's just you know, it's hard, but as you say, it can't kind of be an excuse either. It can't be like, well, I was really feeling bad, so I just didn't do anything. And that's just the way it goes or whatever it is. But, you know, you were talking about your feelings like, well, if you feel really stressed out in the morning, then you might be doing something at night. And when you were saying that, I'm thinking, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. But I think getting, trying to get a handle on it is part of the key tell me about some of the success stories that you've seen with people who who are able to change their habits because I you know I'm I'm a believer that working out is great but it's got to be a combination of all the things that you're doing in your life which you're intaking your water your sleep everything that you have taught me about so talk a little bit about that like you know some of the success stories and some of the things that you've seen women be able to do
0: yeah. So actually one of the ladies that comes, I just ran into a high school friend of hers and she came up to me and she was like, I can't believe how great Mary looks. I asked her what she was doing and she said she was working out and, but I knew there was more to it. So I kept digging. And so she happened to be somebody who was kind of sporadically working out And then she started to get a little more committed and she wasn't seeing the physical changes to her body that she had hoped. And so she went out and she did, so the whole 30 is an elimination diet. She actually went and did another elimination diet called plant paradox. Hmm. And she, she ate a lot of romaine lettuce, avocado, and chicken for a few days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, it wasn't quite that restrictive, but <laughs> that was like the main foods that she ate. And then over time, you just start to add foods back in. And a big portion of that is to eliminate corn from your diet. And even going as far as like the chickens that you eat and the eggs that you eat should not have been fed corn products. And so finding pasteurized chicken and pasteurized eggs. And she really, she's changed the quality of the food that she eats. And she looks amazing. She does wonderful in her workouts. She's got more energy. She has, she has three teenagers and she keeps up well with them (laughs) and working full time. And like, it takes a lot out of you, but it's just awesome to see, not only how great she looks, but how great she feels and how other people are noticing that too. And really it came down to like, she just came to work out with me and, you know, you just got to keep planting that seed. Like, okay, let's look at what you're eating. And then she really like blossomed. And she was definitely one that she ate relatively healthy when she first started. So it wasn't like she was eating... McDonald's three times a week. Those, It's almost easier when you're eating a ton of junk food, but it's the people that eat a relatively healthy diet. Like You almost have to go extreme for a little bit to really see what about what you're eating is not healthy for your own body.
1: I totally agree, and that's what I did. I went paleo- <laughs> yes plus beans is what I did. And I just sort of made it up. But I thought I can eat this. It's different than what I'm eating now. I think I'm eating healthy, but it's not working for me. And I did it for I'm still doing it, frankly. But I had to basically change my lifestyle. And that was what I was going to eat. And I still wanted to have a couple glasses of wine. And I still wanted to be like a regular person. I didn't want to be starving all the time. And so you know, found a diet that kind of worked for me. But I think the reason it worked for me was because I stayed with it and I stayed with it because I kept having to go back to boot camp and look at that <laughs> wall where my goal was up there going, oh, I gotta, I'm going to have to let everyone know that I either did or didn't do this. So yeah, I think it's amazing what you're doing because you're really helping people and, and that's what trainers do. But I feel like that accountability piece of it, you're not just showing up and going to a class. There's individual goals for everyone and there's accountability. And I think anyone can do that. But talk to us a little bit about where someone could find that journal. Are you selling that journal?
0: I am. I have it listed for So I self-published it. And so I have it listed for sale on my website, which is beckasbootcamp.com. And because I self-published, it's like a PayPal link. And so you just PayPal the money, add your address in the, the notes section so I can mail it out to you because I have them in stock at my house.
1: Got it. And how else can people find out more about what you're doing? And are there any resources that you've got on social media or anything like that for people?
0: I do like to post on Instagram. Sometimes it's quotes and sometimes it's like screenshots. We wear heart rate monitors and workouts. So sometimes I post like calorie burners. And I like to do that over on Instagram. And then on my website, I also have a blog. And sometimes I make YouTube videos and it's all at BeckasBootCamp.com or BeckasBootCamp.
1: Got it. Well, that is so awesome. And thank you for sharing a little bit about what you do. And I know that you've kept me motivated and uh, you keep a lot of others motivated as well. So hopefully there's been some inspiration and motivation on this podcast today. And I thank you for sharing all the things that you know.
0: Well, thank you for having me. I was glad to share. Thanks for listening to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.